Sunday Central's Form Express. We're going to have a look at uh, Colac today. Trainer Gavin Bedgegood has got runners at Colac and also one at uh, at Sale today as well. Um, Gavin, which which meeting are you off to? Yeah, I'm on my way to Colac currently. Okay, and what's the? We've got a heavy eight there. What are the conditions like on your drive? Yeah, we're just getting onto the Monash now at um, Danny Long, and it's just showery at the moment. It's, it's not too bad. Okay, you've got uh, two runners there at Colac. First of all, you've got both good chances to the well in the market. You've got Tom Rocks in race number two. Yeah, look, uh, she's a bit of a Goldilocks. She's knocking on the door to win one. Um, falling away with scratchings. Um, she hasn't been exposed to a, a heavy, heavy track yet. I see she uh, she has got a fourth to her name at Ballarat on a heavy nine um, before she came to my stables, but. Um, small field, drawn well. Um, she'll push forward and lead and make her own luck. And um, 1100 last start, they were probably just a little bit quick to her, and then a quick for her, sorry. And then the 1300, she probably doesn't quite see that out. And then 1200 on big tracks, she's always vulnerable late. So I'm hoping the 1200 around a, a tight turning track and you know the run downhill into the straight there at Colac, um, you know she might be able to break them up and. Uh, and Pinch your brake on him, and um, if she handles the ground, she'll be thereabouts. Single Honor is in race number five. You haven't had him, uh, uh, haven't had Single Honor for uh, a long time. This three-year-old, but um, he's favourite. He's at two dollars, so there's obviously a bit expected of him. Yeah, look, he's a maiden uh, taking on the the north of fifty-eight today, but I just thought that um, it looked probably a little bit weaker than the thousand-meter maiden there, and. Um, drawing barrier one, I think he's a horse that needs to get covered to, to give himself every chance in running. But um, as, as long as he gets a good run in transit and he relaxes, um, he'll be right there at the finish too. And you've got one runner at sale today. You've got our Link, who always is around the money. Five starts, two uh, placings. That's in race four, a $7.50 chance. Yeah, I was probably hoping for a heavy track down there. He's a horse that's shown to us through his jump house and track work that um, he really excels on um, on proper wet ground. It's, it's, he's probably not going to get it. It's only a soft six there, but um, look, it looks to be good tempo on the race. Um, I won't be giving Ben Allen too many instructions and I thought he ran um, well enough first up at a 1,000 metres in not a bad maiden at Packenham and uh, look, he'll get his chance um, and he'll be uh, benefited by any rain that's in the area come race. OK, soft six at the moment was downgraded just after nine o'clock. Three runners today. They're all in the market to a degree. Um, have you got a, a best of those three? Probably single honour. OK, race five at Colac currently at uh, $2. Safe driving, Gavin, and good luck today. Thanks very much, Dan. Gavin, bed's good with the three runners today. Single honour, the... Uh, more favoured of uh, his runners at uh, at Colac today. Speaking of Colac, Trav Noonan joins us now to have a look at uh, that uh, program. Uh, the first event is scheduled to start at 1.47 races on the card, and we're dealing with a heavy eight, Trav. Yeah, we are, Dan, and lots of scratching through the meeting. So, um, yeah, I suppose not often that you're dealing with a heavy eight in March, but uh, hopefully we can find a few winners on the card. 
I'm sure if anyone can, it'll be you. We've got Healesville not far away. The first events there drew in a couple of minutes. So we'll uh, get into the first race on the card at Colac. Start time is at 1.40. The scratchings are 2, 4 and 6. Uh, the first start at Talentino. Mar Eustace Camp at 2.50 uh, is uh, hitting the market from Kitten Lad, number 8 at 3.20. Yeah, Talentino's jumped out really well at Colac recently and obviously as part of the powerful Ma Eustace team you expect her to come here to the races and be incredibly hard to beat the market suggesting that I think she gets a good run for Tara Nugent from Barrier 5 show plenty of speed at the jump out don't expect her to be leading or there enough close to it uh, I think she's pretty hard to beat here Talentino on debut the Billy by Palantino Big Kitten Lad who uh, has also jumped out quite nicely at Colac and Geelong for Vincent Milady. Uh, this fully by the factor. She's shown plenty of ability. Just whether she gets through a heavy track on debut is probably the query, but definitely looks to be talented. Seven beautiful to me. was good last start when second at Swan Hill behind Cranky Sheriff. This is probably a little bit harder maiden, though, and that's probably why she's on the third line of betting. And five Miss Prospector going back to her effort two starts ago at Stony Creek. If she can bring that, she'd be in the game. Nine, eight, seven, five in the first. Okay, race two as the runners head to the boxes at Heelsville Greyhounds for race one. Race two at Colac. The scratchings are six, eight, and nine. Number one, don't forget Dad is at two dollars and fifty cents. Four dollars for number seven, Tom Rocks, who we just talked about with Gavin Bedgood. Yeah, I think don't forget Dad's well placed here by Daniel Bowman. Uh, this horse is uh, placed on five occasions out of his nine starts and ran some good races last preparation including a third behind Beach Haven at Geelong. He was tipped out in September, comes back now first up and his recent jump out at Colac was very good uh, at this track. He sort of got to the front and showed a really good turn of foot to win there late and in behind him in that jump out was his uh, very well-credentialed stablemate Fortunate Kiss who's been stakes place. So I think this is a nice race for him, don't forget Dad and happy to be with him on top the one beat the two flaming torch who's jumped out well recently for the charlotte littlefield stable having the first start for her uh ran second his only race start at new zealand uh seven tom rocks probably the small query is the the end of 1200 meters uh but she should get through the wet conditions and is racing well and then we went with the three master magnus who was good last start another one is probably a query on the heavy track but one two seven three in race number two Okay, we've looked at the first two races on the seven event card at Colac, and we'll look at the remaining five with Travis Noonan. After this first event at uh, Heelsville, the favourites number five at $2.40 as we welcome in Victoria Shaw. Here's an interesting maiden that we've got here. We're just awaiting the amber light to come on. There it is. So we're loading away. Sunny Bokine, interesting runner, is backed into favouritism. $2.40 to run from box five. Last start on the 20th of February when finishing sixth here behind Money Is Time. We're getting set. I've gone with Ocean Storm on top to run from box eight. And Rothwell Horse, the reserve to run from box three. Well supported as well. But Sunny Bokai is the favourite. Green light on it. Heels will for the opener. Stand by for a start. And we're off and chasing. Sunny Bokai has now started to make a move across towards the outside. Brushed alongside of Ocean Storm. Stamping on the pace there is Sonic Shockwave from Catcher Thule. Across the track there's Superior Thunder just off them now. Ocean Storm with good muster. Light Strike just trailing them. Rothwell Horse moving up on the inside. Mumbo Magic is last. But it's Sunny Bokai across the track. Goes for home and wins. The favourite's home. 
by about three lengths on the line. Rothwell Horse eating up the ground into second. Then we had Superior Thunder behind them. Catch a Pearl, Ocean Storm, Mumbo Strike, Light Strike there with uh, Sonic Shockwave, one of the last in, and the time 19 and 91. Well. Number five, Sunny Bouquet at, uh, oh, well, approximately 2 dollars I won't give those because they changed too much, but it was the favourite fixed odds. It was $2.40. Uh, we'll get a rundown of those totes shortly. Ten-second, Rothwell Horse. Two, Superior Thunder third, and uh, waiting on for fourth. But five, ten, and two across the line. Race number one, Hillsville Greyhounds. When those totes come up, I shall uh, let you know. The second event there is scheduled for 11.07. We're previewing the Colac meeting today with Trav Noonan, it's a heavy eight. Travel up to race three, where the scratchings are three, six, seven, eight, ten, and eleven. And uh, two cemented's at three dollars thirty. But there's five horses between three thirty and four forty. One Batuta Prince at four forty. Two cemented three thirty. Five Smoking Soldier four sixty. Nine Fuentes four dollars and twelve Racy Vixen at four forty. Yeah, I think the market's got no idea here, Dan, because this is an absolutely incredible hard race to work out. Uh, a lot of these horses, in fairness to them, they haven't shown a lot at the races, and this is a maiden that's completely up for grabs, and on a heavy track, um, throwing that sort of conditions into the mix is very hard to work out. But uh, I went with the horses, maybe got the most upside, but two to Prince, he's only had two starts. His last start effort at Terang, he led the month, got sort of run down late, probably a little bit outclassed there, but this is a... A weaker maiden, he gets his chance here from Barrier 10 to probably own the race, and he's in a good stable. So I went with him, the one Batuta Prince on top. Uh, to beat the five, Smoking Soldier, he's had a couple of chances now. He's eight starts into his camp, uh, into his career, but he's run some reasonable races recently at Geelong and Camperdown. Last start, he was well beaten at Ararat, but he got a long way back on a track where he wanted to be up on speed, so you can probably forgive him for that performance. He should be right up there today. Nine few and Tess, she's probably as short as what she is in the market given her last couple of efforts, but uh, her best performances at tracks like Kilmore and Geelong probably hold her in good stead for this race, and this is her home track. And then the two cemented who, uh, another one sort of surprised he's as short as what he is in the market given he was beaten a long way last time at Pakenham, but his best form, uh, he'd probably be in the money considering he's ran two seconds before, but... Uh, one Batuta Prince for me on top. One five nine two in a very hard race. The uh, totes are through race one Heelsville, five Sunny Bouquet, two ninety two dollars, ten Rothwell Horse a dollar seventy, two Superior Thunder a dollar sixty, fourth in four catch a pearl, Quinella twelve fifty, Exacta fifteen forty, the trifecta one hundred and six dollars thirty. First four, two hundred and sixty five seventy. That's race one Heelsville. Five ten two four. Race two is due at eleven oh seven. Colac today on a heavy eight. Race four, first leg of the main quaddy trav, a field of five. The scratchings are two, three, and four. Seven Moon over Alice at two eighty. Six Paper Dragon three ten. One Didier three ninety. Five Amusing Magnus four twenty. And uh, I feel for the eight. Don't want to leave it out. It's fifty one dollars time for time of glory. Yeah, I think he's got the job ahead, uh, the eight time of glory. But uh, Paper Dragon, I think, sort of surprised she's not favourite here. I thought her recent form's really good uh, for a race of this nature. She's been going really well this campaign. Go back five starts ago, she bumped into, I think, a pretty smart horse at Hamilton in Vermentino and then one at Geelong. Uh, and then her last three starts have 
have all been rock solid for this. I thought the last start effort at Ararat where she led was only gunned down late by Itzara. Was very good and uh, should control the race here for Mitch Aitken. And I think she's in pretty well here, the six paper dragon. Uh, got her on top of the one, Didier, whose last start effort was quite good at Terrain when he carried 62 kilos over 1,200 metres, was only beaten sort of half a length by outstanding reward in a benchmark 58. So you probably think that's stronger than a restricted 58. Uh, he gets 60 kilos here, so he drops two kilos in the weights despite going down in grade. And uh, he's certainly got to be a main player here. He's got a good record on soft tracks. Then the seven moon over Alice, I'm a little bit surprised. She's as short as what she is in the market. Some of her best performances sort of as a, a two-year-old, I, I could understand. But she hasn't done a lot of late. Um, I thought her last night effort at Warrnambool, she was a little bit disappointing. I just want to see it with her this campaign. But the market support certainly is a positive. And five amusing Magnus next best. Uh, he's probably you know, a solid 58 horse, and he's racing well this campaign. But just whether he's up to these is, is a question. But six to beat one, seven, and five. Race uh, five, and the scratching is one. Number one is out, Run Amigo. Single honours, the favourite at $2. We, we chatted with Gavin Benchgood. He thought it was the best of his three uh, horses he's got across the two venues today. So heading the market, single honour, $2, number four, $4 in the sun, number five, and five fifty IVF, number six. Now, he takes some beating single honour, but I thought there was a horse here at double figures that uh, just may be overlooked by the market, and Alasak. Uh, this horse has only had the one start in Victoria this campaign, and that was at Ararat, where uh, he jumped out really well heading into that run, and uh, then in a small field of 10, he got caught four wide from Barrier 8, and on a day you want to be back near the rail, it was just a disaster for him. I thought his effort to only be beaten three lengths was actually pretty good under the circumstances, and he was stripped much fitter for that performance. May Lloyd uh, takes over the ride. She's riding well, and I, I think he's a... He's a Good sort of each-way chance here, the two, Alisac, um, at a good price. To beat the four single honour, who certainly is the horse with the most upside in this race, a maiden galloper tackling, you know, restricted 58 company. His first up run at Mornington was very good when sort of launching late behind Dimension, who looks a handy horse. And then last time at Packenham, he got a little bit back in the ruck and could forgive that performance on a soft fight. Heavy eight's probably the question with him, but uh, he certainly looks uh, probably a grade above these. Uh, five in the sun next. Uh, Sheridan Clark claiming three off. Gets him in well with 54.5. Racing really well on this level. And three catch the drift. Back in class. Dean Holland on. Uh, this is probably D-Day for her, but uh, can potentially run a big race. Two to beat four, five, three in the fifth. Race uh, number seven. That horse, Alisax, at $12, by the way. $12 fixed odds would tap at the moment in uh, race number five. Race six... And the scratchings are five, six, seven was a late scratching, eight and nine. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. And that halves the field to five. Alexander Hamilton, a dollar fifty-five. Will today be the day? Oh, he's very consistent in running placings, but he doesn't win that often, Alexander Hamilton. One thing he does get Dan is a wet track, and he does like it with the sting out and um, you can't knock his last two runs at Yarra Valley where he's been only narrowly beaten at sort of 1,950 metres or you know near enough to. No problems with 2,000 metres. I just think he bumps into a horse here who's very well placed in the mitre who is getting up to 2,000 third up in the campaign. I thought his last side effort at Hamilton coming from 
back near last was quite good. He was closing off strong there at the end of the mile. And when he hits some form, he can usually hold it, uh, this guy, the mitre. Um, I think he's a good chance of knocking off Alexander Hamilton. I wouldn't have as much between them as the market does. And just from a price point of view, you have to be with the mitre, who also handles the wet tracks, which is a big tick. So um, interesting battle. I think one of the two definitely wins, but three on top for me, the mitre from one Alexander Hamilton. Big gap back to third for Dabawi Prince. Um, who's racing reasonably, but uh, you know, sort of default third selection, and then two flying Piero, three one four two. And the colours made famous by Dandy Andy, who scored one of the biggest upsets in Group One racing by uh, taking up the Australian Cup. And uh, we'll talk about those fields uh, shortly, Australian Cup and Newmarket Handicap next week. So the Mite is a $5 shot, race six. In the last event, race seven at 5.08 at Colac. The scratchings are four, five, eight and 11. Jimmy's Secret at $2.50. Doesn't sound like too much of a secret. Everybody knows because he is the favourite ahead of three Mr. Pocket at two ninety. Yeah, I think he's well-placed, Jimmy's Secret. Uh, he went through a jumping sort of campaign last time in. He ran second over the Warnable Carnival behind Mawani Machine. Um, and then sort of they spelled him quickly sort of during the winter. Didn't get deep into his campaign there. And he's come back with a... I thought a really good run at 1,350 metres for a horse who's sort of run some really good efforts at 3,200 over the jumps. I thought his effort was very good first up behind Simkin and Bill the Bee. The market keeps um, sort of thinking he's going to win races, and I think today, even though he's won two from 22, he doesn't get many better chances than today. He's drawn for a really good run for Joe Bowditch. He handles heavy tracks. He's got a great record on the wet, and this is just a race with not too much opposition. So... Um, Jimmy Secret, I think he should get into the winner's stall today. To beat three, Mr. Pocket, who's racing well. I thought his last start effort at Bendigo behind Rosenstrasse was quite good. Hit the line strong there. The run prior at Camperdown, he probably didn't see out the 2200. The mile seems very suitable for him at this stage of his career. I think he'll he'll run a good race. Seven, Rocco Rente was a bit of a surprise winner here last start, uh, but did bolt in. And uh, if holds that form, certainly can be amongst the finish. Query is, though, she's... She's failed on in wet tracks in the past. And then 10, Pegleg Ben, who uh, mixes his form, but he's a, a wily little veteran. And when he gets things run his own way, he can, he can bob up, as shown at Werribee, sort of two starts ago when he won at big odds. So uh, he's maybe not hopeless in this race either. 1, 3, 7, 10 in the last. Okay, so it's a seven event card there. What are your best bets and overall thoughts of the meeting? I think it's tricky. Uh, I'd be cautious uh, if loading up on anything at short odds. Uh, but the best for me, race two, number one, don't forget Dad. I think this is a horse that's very well placed for Daniel Bowman. Jump out suggests he may have come back better this preparation. He's in a pretty limited race. I think the values race five, number two, Alisak. Happy to be with him on each way basis. Um, just giving him one more crack after a forgivable effort first up. Uh, the quaddy. It's going to be a very short quality today, Dan, with small fields. So race four, we'll just take one, six. Race five, two, four. Race six, we'll just take the three, the mitre. And race seven, one and three. Okay. Um, next week, Super Saturday, Newmarket Australian Cup. Um, have you had a look at the, the likely fields? Yeah, I have. Uh, they'll be out a bit later today on racing.com. The Newmarket is shaping to be a really, really high-level race. Um, and a, most likely a capacity field. So that's exciting. Um, you know, we're going to have a massive field up the straight. 
just looking through some of the names, Mars Crusader uh, got sort of word last night he'll be running. John McNeil will take the ride there. Lost and Running's making or has made his way down. Hugh Bowman will will ride him, and of course Home Affairs will be there with James McDonald. So to have those three there makes it a very interesting race. And then the New Zealand horse as well, who's a, a Kiwi sensation at the moment. She's won a couple Group Ones in a row. Levante, she'll be there for Mickey D. At 53 kilos, you'll have swaps that with Craig Williams on at 52. And Craig Newitt, the beneficiary of the lightweight given to Artorias. He'll ride Artorias at 50 and a half in the new market. So um, just waiting sort of see what Godolphin do, whether Paul Laley or ingratiating lineup or Malkovich is probably another one, whether he backs up again. Um, he's in the nominations. But through all those three-year-olds on the lightweights look well in with sort of 50 kilos, 50 and a half horses like Artorias over past Pulele. So uh, it's looking like a high-class edition of the new market. We're a minute away from the next at Heelsville. What about the Australian Cup? Uh, this is, a, I think, going to be a really interesting race, but it's going to be, I think, dominated the market by the Sydney horses who are bound to come down through the big wet. Dewey will be there for Josh Parr, and Think It Over is likely to make his way down. Nashville Willer, I think he's sort of locked in to go wherever he goes. So uh, Cascadian, interesting to see if he lines up or whether he goes to an Australian Cup. I don't think that decision's been made yet. Um, and then, you know, you, I think you'll have the majority of the horses also out of the Peter Young. So... But the Sydney horses definitely will be the horses probably of most interest to the market there in the Australian Cup. And I imagine if Think It Over lines up, he'll be favourite. Yeah, no doubt about that at uh, at all. So we'll look forward to those on the racing.com website uh, a little later on today. Yeah, thanks, Dan.